Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt podcast. In our Premier Division, our game of the week, Gal Stars 2, Park Rolls 4. I actually thought Gal would win this. Um, they have been a bit of a mixed bag um, this season in the league, but I thought they'd probably have too much for Park Rolls, who've had, themselves had an inconsistent season. But Park Rolls picking up very big away win there. Into the Championship, Hinton under 23s 9, Barnet Borough 3. In Division 1, uh, our only game is our game of the week. Again, Trent Park 4, South Tottenham United 4. Um, very good result for South Tottenham United. I actually thought Trent Park would win this quite convincingly. They came off a 13-2 win last week against Continental. Um, I think they actually had this game in the bag. Uh, South Tottenham United down to 10 men. And uh, they score a very late equaliser to take a point from that one. In Division 2, I get Albion 3rds, 3, Amonia Youth 2, 4 red cards in that game. Uh, 3 for Amonia Youth. Um, I get Albion actually went down to 10 men first. And uh, they, yeah, they keep getting sent, sent off. Um, they have to put an outfield playing goal. He saves the penalty. And they go on and win. So a massive result for them. Keeps them top of the table. Still undefeated as well. Um, Danny Glaude doing a fantastic job there with Highgate Alvin Thirds. Uh, Sopranos 9. Anatolians nil. In Division 3. NLR 5. AC Finchley 2. Albany Athletic 5. North London Colts 3. And North London Athletic Reserves 7, Northumberland Park Rangers 2. In Division 4, East Finchley 4, Whetstone FC 7. Camden FC 2, Cricklewood 5. And Locomotive Thunder 3, Shentry Athletic 15. That is actually a football score, not a rugby score. If if you're tuning in to the wrong podcast... That's the football score. Uh, we also had Northwest Wolves nil, Nissy three, and Roman Reporters two made a via three from that division. In Division five, Camden Lock nine, Atletico Grammar two, Edmonton Rovers four, London Orient five, Enfield Albion two, Mill Club the Football second seven, and Coney Hatch Athletic four, New Barnet three. In Division 6, Nissi seconds, 4 Racing Keebler, 6. Underdogs Reserves, 5. Southgate Rovers, nil. Royal Parthenope, 5. No Ball Games, 4. 
and London Football School 6, AFC Trent 1. In the Veterans League, in the Veterans Division West, Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets nil, Joga Benito Vets 4. Um, into the Cup action, in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup, Mehmet Schick, Delata 2, Ammonia Youth Reserves 2, Ammonia Youth Seconds winning on penalties. Shock result there, Division 16 beating the Prem Division team. AFC Muswell Hill nil. North London Athletic 4. In the first of our games of the week in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup, Enfield United 2, Olympia 4, 2 all at half-time. But Olympia proving too much. I had gone for a 5-2 win for Olympia. Enfield United obviously playing very well this season. Top of or second of the championship. But they've won all their games so far in the league. Um, but when they have come up against better opposition um, in the London Cup against Spartans, against Memicic in the Premier Cup, and obviously this game against Olympia, They've, you know, come up short, um, but they'll focus on the league and I'm sure next season they'll be in the Premier Division. In the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup continuing, their second game of the week, heavy hitters 4, AFC Oakwood 6. Bit of a shock here. I did have heavy hitters winning 3-2. I knew Oakwood would give them a challenge as well. They've still got a lot of, a few of the players that did play in the Premier Division um, so they still got a lot of quality, um, very good team as well. And um, they pick up the upset victory. And in our third game of the week in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup, Interman Razor 2, Komi Kabir 2. Komi Kabir winning 4-3 on penalties there. Um, as we played Interman Razor this year, I thought they'd just sneak a win. I went for a 2-1 win. Obviously, Komi Kabir, very good team. Played them last season. They are in the division above, but they've kind of had issues with, you know, not getting a settled team and stuff like that. And Interman Razor, a team who kind of do bring a settled squad to every game. Um, so, a very good result for Komi Kabir. And uh, I think Interman Razor will be uh, very disappointed that they didn't advance to the next round. And we had Northeast Lions 5, Beryllic Spore 2. So moving on to the fixtures in our Premier Division only game, Millwood Club the Football taking on Gal All Stars. Which Gal All Stars will we see this week? Um, I do think Mill Hill will edge this game. They did beat them in the first meeting earlier this season. I think they're going to sneak a two-one win here in the Championship. New World taking on Showtime. In Division 1, Continental taking on Southampton United. Beryllic Sport facing AFC Rose. And in our game of the week, Interman Razor 24. Looking to stretch that lead in the um, top of Division 1. Obviously, Trent Park drawing last week. So, Interman Razor can open up a gap again. They're taking on AFC Rosa, who are a very, very inconsistent. Good some weeks, poor in other weeks. And I think Interman Razor... Just have too much consistency for them. They go for a 5-3 win for Interman Razor. In Division 2, Sopranos taking on Northeast Lions. Anatolians taking on SC Deportivo. And in my game of the week, top of the table clash. Highgate Album 3rd, still top of the table. They're taking on a resurgent uh, Real Menza team 
who are climbing up the table steadily. I don't think they're second. I think they may be third. Um, but they obviously have the capabilities with games in hand to go second. Uh, they played a couple of weeks ago. They drew um, Real Menza, I think, will be disappointed because they did have the lead. Then went down to 10 men. And Tiger Albion thirds responded in the second half. So I think they'll, they'll you know, cancel each other out again. I'm going to go for a mirror of the fixtures result. Uh, two weeks ago, I'm going to go for a two-all draw. In Division 4, Cricklewood taking on Whetstone. Roman Reporters taking on Northwest Wolves. And Nissy taking on East Finchley. In Division 5, Edmonton Rovers taking on Atletico Grammar. London Orient taking on Enfield Albion. Mill Club of the Football Seconds taking on Coney Hatch Athletic. And Radlett Town taking on New Barnet. In Division 6, Noble Games taking on Ammonia Youth Seconds. In the Veterans League, in the Veterans Division West, AFC Vets taking on Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets in a double header. Uh, Joga Benito Vets taking on West London Vets in the Cup Action, in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup, Albany Athletic taking on Shentry Athletic, Barnet Borough taking on Fireside, Hinton Under 23s taking on Trent Park, Horizon facing Zaza, Supreme Athletic taking on Camden Lock, the Rongans taking on Park Royals, in the John Motson Challenge Cup, AFC Oakwood taking on NLR. And AFC Trent taking on North London Colts. In the Premier Cup, North London Athletic taking on Highgate Albion Highgate Albion Firsts. In the Veterans Cup in the London Veterans Cup, Trent Park Vets taking on Shibu Old Stars Vets. And we've got a trio of games of the week in the London Sunday Challenge Cup. Uh, first up, Memetchik taking on AFC Hammersmith Town. I've gone for a 3-2 win for Hammersmith Town. I think they'll just edge it there. Olympia taking on Hatcham, SFL. I think Olympia will just edge this one here, but it'll be a fantastic game. I've gone for a 2-1 win for Olympia. And then heavy hitters um, go down to South London to take on former winners Grand Athletic not been a fantastic season for Grand Athletic but they've obviously got a lot of talent but I think heavy hitters can win this game and I'm going to go for the upset I'm going to go for a 3-1 win for heavy hitters and in the Veterans Cup London Lions Vets taking on Crouch and Vampires Vets and London Turkish Masters Vets taking on Continental 58 Vets join us next week we'll have more results and fixtures from the Barnet League Hello, it's Joe doing the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League section and set podcast again. Um, Going to have to be a really, really short week uh, uh, update for me this week. With it was only a handful of games uh, played in our league due to the rain and the wind. And as we're coming into Christmas, we've only got six fixtures next week. Um, so I'll, I'll go into a little bit detail, a little bit more detail in the six fixtures, and I'll do a prediction. Um, but yeah, in regards to the results from this week just gone, no Prem action, no Division 1 action, no even 
Not even any Division 2 action. So straight to Division 3. Uh, Welling Warriors Reserves 3. Marshall Wick 2. In Division 4, there's a few games actually. London Coney United 1. Hatfield Seniors Reserves 2. Royston Rangers Reserves 0. Phoenix A5. And Stockford Rovers versus Monday Night Football Club was a home walkover. In the Challenge Cup... Boreham needed to get back to winning ways. I had a good chat with the Boreham manager the other week. Asked what was going on. They just can't get the numbers. And they couldn't get the numbers again this week. They only had nine against Phoenix Reserves in the Challenge Cup. But their quality came through in the end. They won 3-1 on penalties in the end after the game ended in 1-0. Um, Intermediate Cup, Saints FC had a game. And uh, a walkover. Ashwell, uh, first team... Uh, Given Saints the win. In the Intermediate Cup, we had a couple of games. We had uh, St. George's beating TNF 10-2. Um, a bit of an upset, you could say. St. George's in the division below, but I feel like the way both their seasons are going, they could be in reverse divisions next year. Um, in the last game, the game my team was involved with, uh, what a game as well in the Jim Lynch last 16 um, Jim Lynch Trophy last 16 it was Stratford Arms 5 6 Bells 4 um, uh, yeah great game of football uh, awful pitch but um, yeah great game of football 6 Bells uh, went 1-0 up Stratford Arms equalised make it 1 all. 6 Bells then went 2-1 uh, and then 3-1 Stratford Arms bring it back to 3-2 just before half time 6 Bells then make it 4-2 and it probably looked a little bit out of reach then. Then Stratford Arms got a uh, player in the sin bin twice. So he missed 20 minutes of the second half. Um, but then, yeah, Stratford Arms, we scored. Must be about the 80th minute, 85th minute. And then we get the, the final goal in the 93rd minute, the referee told me. So, yep, Stratford Arms, five, six bells, four. Up the Straff. Um, and then, yep. Up to leading up to the fixtures we've got this coming week in the Prem, we've got two games. We've got Little Heath against Mermaid. Uh, I fancy a Little Heath win there. I think they've got too much for Mermaid. And Wheathampton Wanderers versus Stratford Arms. And I'm always going to back my boys no matter who we play. So Stratford Arms win for me. The Ball against Pinewood in Division 1. I'm going for a Ball win. Mermaid Reserves versus Wedding Rangers in Division 2. This will be a good game. Probably my game of the day. And I'm going to go for a Welling Rangers win. A Division 3, we've got Hatfield Comets against Wheat Hampstead. First team, I'm going to go for a draw there. And in the Jim Lynch Trophy, we've got Bournemouth Social Club versus Plough and Harrow. And I think Plough and Harrow are going to win quite comfortably there. But yeah, that's everything for me. Thanks a lot. This is Andrew Gidley with a reduced NRG Kent Campbell Woodley roundup after another rain hit weekend. These are the results of the matches that did take place. In the Premier Division, Cuxon 1991 1, Tenton Town 2, Eithill 3, Kent United 3. In Division 1, Brighton Roots Reserves 1, Equinocchial 0. Falconwood 2, South East Athletic 0. Langley Sports 3, Danson Sports 1. Sporting Club Tensory Reserves 4, Metrogas 0. In Division 2, Halls Reserves 2, FC Greenwich 3, Kingshill Reserves 4, Sittingbourne Reserves 2, Orpington 6, Bexley Reserves 1. In Division 3, All Stars 1, Dartford Celtic 2. 
In the DFDS Kent Intermediate Challenge Shield quarterfinals, Halls 3, Stansford OMB 0, Kingshill 1, Hawkins Town 5. In the KCFL Invitation Charity Cup Junior Section first round, Aylesford 3, AMG Ballers 2. In the Wooderkent Charity Cup second round, Boca Junior 6, William Harvey 1, Sellinge 1, Tenderton Town Reserves 0. And in the Veterans Divisions, APM 6, Rubicon Limerick 0, Fox 4, Sheppard United 1, in Division 2, Vinters 0, Kingshill 5, and in Division 3, Green 2, Old Smardonians 4, Hollands and Blair 1, APM United 0. Now on to the Roundup and Hawes and Hawkins Town both reached the semi-finals of the DFDS Kent Intermediate Challenge Shield on Saturday and beat the rain which wiped out much of the rest of the programme. Top scorer and skipper Luke Reeve scored twice as Hawkins won 5-1 at Kings Hill. Tyler Clements and substitute Billy Sunville added the others all in the second half after the visitors led 1-0 at the break courtesy of an own goal. Reeve took his tally to 17 in as many games and speaking in a club interview after the game said... I went November without any goals, which was quite hard. I'm getting back there. Some people said the second one was a cross, but it was definitely a shot. It's not just me. It's the work rate of the players elsewhere, back three, wing backs and midfield, and my strike partner, Tyler. Halls beat Stanford OMB 3-0 with goals by Zach Manning, James Bayford and Lewis Tristram. In the Premier Division, Kent United led 3-0 against Ide Hill at Tunbridge. Goals by Tommy Friend, Tom Cullen and Pat Geddes. Only for Hill to level through Luke Collett, Scott Higgins and new signing Jamie Hurst, who's joined from Ashford. Finley Chatfield scored for the second game running as Tented and Town came from behind to win 2-1 at Cuxton in 1991. Brad Burton getting the winner 14 minutes from time. James Alderman put Cuxton ahead five minutes before the break and keeper Reese Coates also saved a penalty. In Division 1, Tom Brown and Harry Rothwell netted for West leaders Falkenwood in their 2-1 win against South East Athletic. Sporting Club Thamesmead Reserves ended Metric as his nine-match unbeaten run in emphatic fashion, winning 4-0. Paul Okonji hit the winner for Bryden Roach Reserves against Equinocchio. And Carl Matheson, Shamar Calvert and substitute Tyrrell Ebanks helped Langley Sports beat Danson Sports 3-1. In Division 2, Luke Bennett and Reese Miranda netted their first goals of the season as Kings Hill Reserves won 4-2 against Sittingbourne Reserves. Charlie Paternoster and substitute Harry Mason added the others. George Maddox's prolific form continued with 4-19 for the season as Alpington beat Bexley Reserves 6-1. Dan Strugnell's winner earned FC Greenwich a third successive win coming from behind twice to win 3-2 at Halls Reserves. Joe Attard and Michael Highland adding the others. Late goals by Zach Wells and Liam Tyler clinched Ellsford 3-2 win over AMG Ballers in the first round of the league's Hospital Junior Cup. And Rhys Jenkins put them in front early on before two and five minutes after half-time by Russia Samuel and Devion Samuel Smichael put AMG ahead. And in Division 3, Dartford Celtic reflected on a solid defensive display and clinical finishing for their 2-1 win at All-Stars, Connor Bradley and Kobe Stickland, the goal scorers. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for matches played on Sunday the 10th of December. It was another Sunday where I'm afraid the weather got the better of the majority of the fixtures with only eight surviving out of the original number put out. However, there were, like I say, the eight games, 
So we start with the uh, FA Sunday Cup third round. And St. Joseph's reached the last 16 of the FA National Sunday Cup with a remarkable late comeback to beat Leatherhead Sunday League side ECS Classic 11 4-3 after trailing 3-1 with just seven minutes remaining. ECS took the lead in the first half following some sloppy defending, but Joe soon drew level thanks to a well-worked passing move which ended with Harry Seabrook heading home a Ronnie Blagden cross. But before half-time, ECS retook the lead when Joes were caught on the break following a corner of their own. In the second half, the tie looked over when, after 68 minutes, ECS gave themselves a two-goal advantage when Joes failed to clear a lofted ball which allowed a simple tap-in from close range. There were only seven minutes left when Joe started a remarkable comeback. First, John Smith scored with a deflected shot, and then almost straight from the restart, they were level when Bradley Sweeney scored with a sweet volley. With time running out, the comeback was complete when Lewis David scored the winner. The reward for this win is another home tie for a place in the quarter-finals against Ashford Sunday League side Market Hotel, which is due to be played on January the 21st. In the league's Eric Hand Challenge Cup second round, Glen Sports and Social Club moved into the third round after a 3-2 win over fellow top-flight side Evergreen. Chris Blunden volleyed Glenn ahead in the first half before Lewis Putman capitalised on an error to extend the lead before Evergreen then pulled themselves back into the tie when Jake Sahota scored in a goal scramble following a corner. Sam Clark added a third for the home side 20 minutes from time before Evergreen made it a nervous final five minutes when again Jake Sahota scored his second goal of the game. In Division 1, Chalfont Saints are the new leaders of the division after they beat second-bottom Langleyberry 6-3. The game was effectively over by half-time as the host built up a 5-1 half-time lead. Andre Ford with a double, with Sean Howe and Jake Rodder also netting, with Sam Pickett netting for the visitors. In the second half, Langleyberry battled back, scoring twice more thanks to goals from Matt Honey and Max Ellerton, with Tom Segrew getting the sixth and final Saints goal. Old Falarians beat the cross 2-0, with both the goals coming in the second half. The home side broke the deadlock early in the second half when Charlie Munro broke from midfield to get onto a through ball with the keeper bringing him down in the box and Mac, sorry, and Joe Rylett tucked away the resulting penalty. The game then opened up and swung end to end but it was Falarians who sealed the win when Chris Coleman capitalised on a slip from a defender 
to lob the stranded keeper from out on the left-hand side. Watford United and Chess United, both in the bottom four, produced a thrilling 3-3 draw. It was Chess who took the lead after James Richmond's free kick from the halfway line floated over everyone and into the net. Watford equalised soon after a miss-hit cross from Adam Unwer looped over the Chess keeper. But then Chess regained the lead just before the break, when a James Richmond free kick went all the way through to the back post for James Todd to ta tap in. In the second half, Watford came out fighting and were rewarded with an equaliser when a Chess player was dispossessed, leaving a chance for Mavin Figus Warren. Shortly afterwards, the same player scored direct from a corner to give Watford the lead for the first time in the game, and it looked all done and finished. But Chess equalised when following a cleared corner to the edge of the box. Conrad Thorpe's effort was turned in once again by James Todd to ensure both sides took a deserved point. In Division 2, Watford Youth Sports missed the chance to draw level with leaders Everett Rovers at the top of the table as they were held to a 2-2 draw by West Hearts. Oliver Frost and Oliver Brown netted for the home side, with Brandon Whitman and Declan O'Gorman grabbing the Stags' replies. In Division 3, Woodside Reserves bounced back from their first defeat of the season last Sunday with a 3-2 home win over Brickettwood Acorns. Andre Federico scored a double for Woodside, with Tyrone Brandy getting the other goal. Charlie Micklewright and Alex Michael scored the Acorns goals. Shirley Wood moved up into fourth place in the table with a 5-2 win at bottom-placed PTH United. James Rogers and Brett Fincham scored two goals each, with the other coming from Danny Linforth. The home size replies were netted by Mario Williams and Alex Dehan. That's it for the eight games this week. But before we go, let's just have a quick look at the tables before the final uh, week's fixtures next Sunday for the year. So currently in the Premier Division, we see North Watford, the current champions on top with Casterbury Rangers uh, just behind them, two points behind them, uh, and WD Bushy, six points behind them. Um, but obviously there's plenty more games to go before we get any further. At the bottom of that table, we see uh, Unicorn, FC Unicorn at the bottom with uh, no points to date, and Forza Watford just above them with just the five points. In Division 1, very tight. Currently, Chelfont Saints at the top with 20 points after nine games. Watford Sports also played nine games on 20 points, so Chelfont Saints have the slightly better goal difference. The Cross have also played nine games and are on 17 points. 
and Soccer, who have only played seven games, so they've got two games in hand, and not far behind on 15 points. At the bottom, it's still Batchworth, unfortunately, after nine games with four points, followed by Langleyberry after ten games with just the seven. In Division 2, again, pretty tight. We have Everett Rovers at the top after eight games with 20 points, Sparta Phoenix after eight games with 18 points, and Watford Youth Sports uh, are nine games and 18 points, so again, not far behind. Then, in fourth, Dunning's Bar after eight games with 16 points, so all pretty tight. At the bottom, we have Aberrant's Wanderers after seven games and just a single point on the board, followed by Inter after 10 games with 7 points, and Dombar after 10 games with 8 points. Finally, in Division 3, um, we have Woodside quite clear at the top at the moment after 11 games with 30 points, but in hot pursuit is FC Railway after 9 games with 24 points, then Chorley Wood Club after 9 games with 22 points. At the bottom, it's a very sad PTH United with no points after their first 10 games. Then Everett Rovers Reserves with 5 points after 9 games and Brickett Wood Acorns with 5 points after 9 games. Well, that's it for this week's uh, podcast and review. Next week, the 17th of uh, December, is the last fixtures before for the year. Um, so we'll be back with you next week with all the results and uh, goal scorers, etc., from the games played on the 17th of December. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth. Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, The Grassroots Graphics, and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.